I know this is a, a yeah. crazy way of thinking about it, but it's socially acceptable to say, I'm looking for a partner. It's socially acceptable to say, you know, I'm, I'm dating, I'm trying to meet new people, but it's somehow not socially acceptable to say, I'm looking for some friends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I would like to find a really good best friend. <laughs> right? Yeah. People are like, oh. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Redesign Podcast. It's Andrew here, aka Mr. Katebox. Welcome to another episode. This is episode 11. I want to say a big shout out to everyone who's been supporting the podcast so far and everyone that's left positive iTunes and Apple podcast reviews. Really, really appreciate it. Okay, so this week we're talking about making friends as an adult in the digital age. Are friendship apps weird? Do you see yourself using them? How has technology and online culture affected the way we interact with each other and the way we make and maintain friends? Are you sure you can blame it on social media? Election is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Yeah. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. A lot of people are confused as to how to actually make friends nowadays, especially as an adult. Think back to primary school, the first day of primary school, when all you had to do was literally, whoever was sitting next to you, all you had to do, this was how simple it was to make friends back in the day. Just turn to the next person and say, do you want to play? Do you want to be my friend? And that was it. Your friends sometimes even for life lifelong friendships have been created just by turning to the person next to you the person who happens to sit next to you on your first day of school and that is it simple children have it easy they have it so easy when it comes to making friends it's just that as we become as we get older we become more judgmental we've got criterias you know you've got the in crowd and the out crowd we start to filter people out based on sometimes superficial things how they look how they move how they dress what social status do they have but we'll get into that a little bit later in the podcast but i just want to focus right now on how we're making friends as adults so as i just said as a child it's easy you know you remember playing in classroom in a home corner it was easy as you know swapping utensils and that was it that was how your friendship started you there was always like a, a birthday party to go to but the thing is as you go through life life gets busier in secondary school you've still probably got a lit circle uni's probably for most people the most lit time and um as soon as you hit the world of work that's it you should by now have your friendship circle established but that's not the case for everyone not everyone has that lit friendship circle and the thing is, there are three different groups of friends. And this is something that's been categorized scientifically. So you've got three groups of friendship. You've got your active, your dormant, and your commemorative. So just really quickly, your active friendship group 
involves people that you regularly check for, people that regularly check for you. You see them on a regular basis. This is the friend that if you need some money or you need a sofa to sleep on and they've got you, someone that you talk to on a regular basis, yeah? The person that you might make, you know, godfather of your child or best man or chief bridesmaid at your wedding. That's your active friend. Then you've got dormant friends. Those are the people that you've got a history with, but you don't see all the time. So you might see them every every six months or something like that. Maybe you went to school with them. You went to college with them. You hang out every now and again, but you know they're not the first person that you would call if you were in trouble. These are people that are like more like acquaintances and then you see them every now and again. Maybe they invite you to their birthday party or you might see them at you know a mutual friends gathering or whichever. That's your, your dormant friends. And then thirdly, you've got your commemorative friends. Those are your friends that you made back in the day, like in nursery or primary school or sometimes even secondary school. So you've got fond memories of them, but you don't really, the friendship is not active. It's just, you just had really good times with them and then you might see them on Facebook or you follow them on Instagram and then you might like each other's pictures and that is it. You know, you just say, happy birthday, Merry Christmas. And that is as far as it goes. Those are your commemorative friends that you kind of just, they're just there. And you might be lucky to see them at milestone birthdays, maybe your 30th birthday or your 40th birthday. You might fling them a wedding, a young wedding invite or whichever, just for the sake of it. So those are the three friendship groups. And nowadays, a lot of people are suffering in silence because they don't have half as many active friends as they did when they were younger. Technology has a big impact on why this is happening. The reason being is that we don't communicate face-to-face as much as we used to. And also, not just technology, the fact that people have this no new friends mentality. I don't know where it came from, but I kind of see it mainly among like people in their early to mid-20s. Maybe because life is still popping for them. They haven't had the reality slap of life. And and I'm talking from like someone who's in their mid-30s. I'm talking from a different perspective. And I've kind of I've kind of lived that. I've seen people come and go. So yeah, you know new friends, people. You're moving very mad. You're moving very mad indeed. It could easily be your turn. So don't mock others. People have babies. People get jobs. People get married every day, B. So just be aware. So let's look at how social media enables people to make friends as an adult. So social media apps such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, those platforms, I think they do facilitate some sort of opportunity to make friends, but not as much as it's not for everybody. If you're an introverted type, you're not really that outgoing. I think people really struggle with, you know, making new friendships. And it's really important to actually make and maintain friendships because it's hardwired into us biologically. Like it's part of our survival mechanism to be part of a group. So scientifically speaking, in order to survive, we need community, we need friends and technology has kind of like moved us away from that and we're heading towards more of an individualistic existence. Um, Let's take a look at this soundbite from Louis Cole and he talks about how technology is kind of like moving us away from that community based existence and I think it's a good clue as to why 
so many of us are feeling lonely and also why so many people are actually having difficulty making new friends and connections. There is something I think missing or there's something about society that's steering us towards a more individual life. Even technology and stuff, it's, a very, it's not often a shared experience. So yeah, I wonder, I wonder where it's heading and how to protect that community. Yeah, a lot of technology gets us away from people. Like even yeah. like the checkout at Sainsbury, it gets you no human contact. Like you said, the apps to get your food delivered. Yeah. It's like you don't have to talk to anybody. I always think about that, the, the line in Fight Club where the, you know, and the, 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 the scenario in Fight Club is he has all the money, he lives in this nice apartment and now he needs to connect so much that he has to go to these underground places mm. and punch people. And so it's like, I feel like sometimes we've engineered ourselves into not needing the community and then we realize something's missing in our lives mm. and we gotta go out and grab them. And in cities it's almost worse because yeah. you're kind of taught, don't talk to strangers, you know. Yeah, the amount of people I talk to and they have so much, they have so much, but they, it boils down to the fact that they're lonely and they're, yeah, and that's what's, I think that's a kind of one of the bad thing that, bad things that's happened from a lot of the other ways that we've kind of evolved as a race. It's, I think loneliness is the biggest danger and risk that, that people are facing. Yeah, and I think so, what, yeah. social media can sometimes make people feel more alone, you know? Yeah, because that, that, that whole thing, it's, an, it's more of an illusion. Um, I mean, I use social media every day, all day, but I think it can be, and it's, I don't think people are taught of the dangers of it and the dangers of getting sucked into the mindset that we can get everything we need and affirmation and connections with people just digitally. And I think you can in a way, and I, I love that I can stay in touch with people all over the world from all over the world, like different countries, wherever I am. But I definitely, I definitely treasure that real, like sit down, deep conversations. I struggle to do that online. So on Instagram the other day, I asked, um, I put a little poll up to find out what people think of potentially using an app dedicated to making friends. So I'm not talking about like so social media platforms like Twitter, where you can just network and jump into conversations with random strangers. I'm talking about dedicated apps that are designed for the purpose of finding compatible friends, people that have similar interests to you. Kind of like dating apps such as Tinder or, or Bumble, the kind of, you know, swipe left or right. I don't know whether you swipe left or right. I'm not involved in those kind of apps. But um, basically the swiping system where you kind of identify a good match for you, someone who could be your new best friend or whichever. So I asked the question, do you think you would use an app dedicated to finding friends? Me personally, I think it's quite, I don't mean to sound judgmental, but I'm going to be honest with my opinion. I think it's quite um, quite weird to do that. Um, but I'll tell you why in a sec. I just find it quite awkward to be at a position where you would want to use um, a social media app dedicated to finding, for finding friends. Maybe it's my own insecurities because society makes it awkward. It's just, I don't know. I just don't think we're there yet. Um, there was one interview I saw on YouTube where the woman kind of explains, she explains it a lot better than I do. 
So I think that this is one of those topics, it's like the secret that everyone has and no one talks about. Right. Because whenever I start talking about making friends and how hard it is as an adult, no matter what city, people go, oh, this city is so hard to make friends in. And I'm like, I think there's something universal going on. So I'm hoping that these tips can help no matter where you are. As adults, remember that we don't have these systems built in to make friends. As kids, you went to summer camp, you had karate class, you had classes, it was easy. But as adults, that all disappears. I know this is a, a yeah. crazy way of thinking about it, but it's socially acceptable to say I'm looking for a partner it's socially acceptable to say you know I'm I'm dating I'm trying to meet new people but it's somehow not socially acceptable to say I'm looking for some friends yeah that's true <laughs> I would like to find a really good best friend <laughs> right? yeah. people are like oh that's weird it's a lot more socially acceptable to say I'm looking for a partner but the minute you say I'm looking for new friends or I need new friends it's kind of frowned upon because if you just think back to like maybe 10 15 20 years ago if you're that old and you can remember being a teenager or adult if someone asks you how did you meet your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you said to them you met them online back in the day big man they would have given you the biggest side eye because it's just it was just weird back then it wasn't normal to meet people on the internet it was like where the weirdos would hang out but nowadays if you say to someone you met your partner or your husband oh how did you meet your husband how did you meet your wife oh i met her online that's pretty normal nowadays people find people through the dms uh on social media nowadays it's normal it's actually more normal than bumping into someone and you know exchanging numbers on the roadside or outside mcdonald's i don't think that kind of thing happens as often one because we kind of i think we've lost the art of conversation the art of you know meeting people face to face and also it's a convenience thing i mean if you can just select a potential partner based on how they they look your type and their location why would you you know why would you bother i think that's one of the things that technology affords us it's the, the convenience but at what price are we paying so which brings me back to my original point about the whole app thing an app which is dedicated to making friends now i discovered this the other day while i was doing some research for the podcast i just so happened to be on the uh, apple podcast not the apple podcast the itunes uh, app store and it came up um it came up with a notification saying try something new i was like okay what's this it said um they were promoting something called the meat market so i'm not talking about meat as in curry girl i'm talking about as in meet meeting people so it says it's hard to get to know new people we're all short on time and often it seems as though you could move through your days barely exchanging eye contact never mind phone numbers the good news is whether you've just moved to a new city and need a new bestie you're looking for love or just someone who might like to join your five-a-side team and get a drink after the match there is an app to help hook you up with exactly the right person so Basically, the iTunes app store is now promoting apps that are dedicated to finding friends because obviously this is a problem. If you look on Google, how to make friends is one of the most searched um, phrases on the internet. A lot of people are suffering in silence. A lot of people are suffering in silence. And it's interesting because on social media, you see so many people enjoying life no one looks lonely on social media it's it's socially unacceptable to say that you're looking for new friends i think i've said that already but basically i did a poll on instagram to find out what you guys think so the question was would you ever use an app specifically for making new friends 56 percent of people said no and 44 percent of people said yes so 
what does that tell us? We're still in the space where it's socially unacceptable. However, a good point that uh, Delia Renee said, here's what she said. There are so many lovely people on this earth who are shy, been through things and can't socialize the same way others do. So why should they be judged for acquiring a friendship in a way not deemed socially acceptable? That's a pretty good point, actually. It's a pretty good point. Like earlier I said, perhaps maybe it's my insecurities. I just find it, I don't know. I just find it a bit strange using an app to find friends. Personally, I've had a lot of luck with making friends on things like Twitter and Instagram, just joining in different conversations and actually going to events. If you actually want to make friends, I think a good way of doing it is finding people who have similar interests to yourself. So how do you do that? So when I talk about using things like Twitter for um, connecting with new people and making friends, I'm not saying you should like DM people and say to them, do you want to be my friend? Uh, I mean, you could. I mean, let me know how that works out for you. It's a bit awkward. They might turn around to you and say, <laughs> you're funny. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, you're funny. Cool. But yeah, it's all about, you know, connecting with people who discuss and are interested in the same things you're interested in. You can always see who's following who, just joining in the conversations and just watch, just be observant. You can always identify friendship groups on Twitter. That's a really good thing about Twitter. And more than likely, there's always some sort of gathering or meetup where they actually come together at some point um, and just like join in and just be social. I know it seems awkward, but you're going to have to come out of your comfort zone and actually converse with people and just give it time. It's not going to, you're not going to develop that kind of deep friendship with someone in like two weeks. It's just, it's just not possible. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Two, there's a website called meetup.com and you can actually go to like events where they teach certain uh, skills or join in something where you can take up a new hobby and then you can actually be in a position to meet new people on a regular basis and see those people on a regular basis. That's basically how relationships are formed. So especially as an adult where, you know, you might have a full-time job, you don't have as much uh, time to socialize as you would have. You know, as soon as you get to a certain age, you've got more responsibilities, especially if you're in a long-term relationship or you're married, which brings me to something really funny I saw the other day on Twitter. So Joe Budden, if you guys don't know who Joe Budden is, he's a former rapper. I don't know if he's still active. He's got a really successful podcast. He's on Love and Hip Hop. I think Love and Hip Hop New York. I don't know too much about it. But basically he tweeted this, right? He said, hey, married men, how do you guys make new friends? <laughs> so I'm just going to read some of the responses. I'm actually going to tweet this with the hashtag RedesignPod so you guys can see the responses for yourself. So yeah. Some of the responses are hilarious. The only new friends you make is your wife's friends. Um, what else? Married 10 years. What's a friend? All I know is my wife and kids. Another person said, your wife is your new friend. Another person says, we don't. What we have is what we have. And then <laughs> I'm just going to read one more. Um, your wife will tell you who your friends are now. Unhappy face. Hey, this is really sad, you know. This is really, really sad. It kind of make it kind of paints marriage as like the end of your life, guys. This is not good. We should really embrace new ways to make friends on the internet. It's really not that big a deal. Come on, we're adults. Like, what are we ashamed of? And I'm talking about myself as well because 
we we kind of this is just more evidence that we do what the media and society tell us to do once the media and society deem something socially acceptable that is when the masses jump on it and then there's going to be no more awkwardness about it because like i said earlier if you think back to at one point in time there was a lot of awkwardness around meeting a potential partner online there was let's let's be honest about it but now you've got dating apps like tinder uh plenty of fish bumble and all those kind of things um because the media has embraced it and basically normalized it it's not a big deal but for those of you in the survey saying that no you wouldn't you wouldn't use an app like that perhaps i don't know perhaps we need to be more open-minded myself included because i'm not gonna lie the idea of it makes me cringe just saying that's just that's just how it is right now i don't know maybe it's a guy thing maybe it's an ego thing because if you look at some of these apps i think i think women are more open-minded about this kind of stuff because if you look at some of the apps out there like um there's apps for new mums who want to meet other mums new parents and stuff like that um women are embracing it if you even if you look at things like mums net you know when you have a new when you have a newborn it can be quite isolating and i look at the way women support each other i don't think us guys do that enough i think it's just a i don't know some i think it's a man thing like what is our problem hmm but um yeah moving on i've kind of talked about how you can actually make new friends briefly um it is really important especially for your mental health you need to have a support system around you um how we're wired as human beings we're supposed to be part of a tribe it's really important um let's go to this little informational soundbite talking about the effects of loneliness and not having friends what it can actually do loneliness it's no longer just a feeling in fact researchers say it can be bad for you as this smoking 15 cigarettes a day and now thanks to the rise and popularity of social media some researchers are now calling it an epidemic that's actually quite scary you know if you think about it i read somewhere that because we're wired to have social connections around us in terms of survival back in the day if you didn't have a tribe how are you catching your next meal how are you surviving um you needed people around you so basically when you've been lonely for a specific period of time your body starts to release a hormone called cortisol which is the stress hormone and when you're exposed to that stress hormone for a prolonged amount of time that can obviously weaken your immune system and then you're susceptible to all kinds of uh illnesses you know you go down the rabbit hole of you know being un like unwell and it causes like stress and it can affect your heart and stuff like that it's really sad so guys there is actually no reason to suffer in silence seriously like look after your mental health if you haven't got if you haven't got a, a good support system if you haven't got that many friends make the effort to kind of like come out of your comfort zone i know it's not for everyone some people are introverted i get it me personally i'm an introverted person as well i think of myself as an introverted extrovert i mean if i know you i can talk for hours i can talk for england but in new social settings i can be quite quiet um i can be quite awkward sometimes yeah and i know there's a lot of other people that feel that same way too but for your own health i think it would be to your benefit to actually look at being more open to the technology that's actually is is helped people find partners so why can't it help you find friends i don't understand as i said earlier 
you know, the no new friends thing, I think it's a very wild mentality to have, particularly because we don't have control over life, its circumstances and its events. Just because you've got a lit social circle today doesn't mean that those people are going to be around tomorrow. People move around all the time. Opportunities come up. You never know. You might move to a new city and you're doing no new friends. And now you're the person with no friends whatsoever because you live in this new city. You're going to have to like be open to the idea of making friends because what are you going to do? Live your life without any meaningful interactions. These days, the way life is out of sight, out of mind. There's very few people that are lucky to have and maintain friendships that are long distance. You know, people that don't, people don't see you that often. Um, they're going to forget you at some point. That's just the way human beings operate. The majority of them anyway. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Would you use an app dedicated to making friends? How open are you to making friends on the internet? And let us know if you have actually made any meaningful friendships online in the last five years. Let me know. Make sure you use the hashtag RedesignPod. Uh, yeah, that is it. That is it for this week. So I'll catch you same time, same place next week on the Redesign Pod. Take care and bye for now.